this is the Christian Circle Podcast and you're listening to Pamela Fernandez where we have conversations about Christian living. Here's the show. So good morning for this week on our podcast. We have Jessica from Spiritual Cantor and um, she hosts her own website, thespiritualcantor.com. And I believe she is a, a, a cantor for the last, I, I don't know how many years, Jessica? Oh, about 11. Wow, 11 years. So we have her on our website today on our podcast, and she's going to talk about preparing for Advent. Now, we've done a similar episode uh, last year, but this one's going to be a little more detailed in terms of um, uh, preparation uh, spiritually as well as otherwise, uh, physically, mentally. So, uh, Jessica, tell us a little bit about yourself and uh, your ministry. All right. Thanks, Pamela. Uh, My name is Jessica Castov, as she already kind of introduced me. Um, I have three young children. I'm a stay-at-home mom, and that kind of got me into blogging. Which um, <laughs> so I've I had already been blogging about Catholic mom life. Um, and one day at mass, one day at mass, I got an idea to start a ministry or a website for specifically for Catholic cantors, since I have been one for a long time, about 11 years, and I also have a background in music education. I felt like it was kind of a, uh, just a, a, na- a niche that was, made sense to me. And I kind of felt a calling to it. So it was really interesting to me. And I knew that me, myself, I could get better at becoming more confident and spiritual and prepared uh, cantor in my ministry as well. So I figured if I can learn how to do it, I could teach other people how to do it as well. So um, I didn't really know where it was going to go at first, uh, but I did see a need for more training um, in specific like small parishes and wanted to learn more about it myself. So that was kind of where the spiritual canter was born. And I think um, cantering requires a lot of preparation. And now with Advent coming in, um, you have carol singing, you've got uh, posadas, you've got so many different traditions from different communities. And then there's um, Christmas itself and the various you know, preparations that happen for the Christmas season. So why do you think we need to prepare for Christmas as such? I mean, why is there such a need for any preparation at all? Well, I think um, if we observe it or are familiar with it, we kind of see that it means coming or newness. Mm-hmm. But I think Advent is not really shoved in our faces as much as Christmas in. <laughs> Christmas is. <laughs> So it kind of flies under the radar, and we completely miss the point of Advent. Uh, we see the secular world shoving Christmas and holiday-related things into our faces earlier and earlier each year. I mean, I think I saw Christmas stuff this year before Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was, it's crazy. So, I mean, the, the secular world knows how excited we get about gifts and food and spending money and, you know, having this perfect Christmas. And it is exciting until you forget about why we actually celebrate Christmas in the first place. Mm-hmm. And then I think another question we need to ask ourselves is, how do we prepare for any baby we're to welcome? Or how do we prepare for any baby? I mean, don't we all prepare for a baby in our own special way? Each family has different things to get excited about and prepare for. And, and we know as soon as that baby comes, our lives are going to change drastically. So I can kind of relate that to, it's the same thing, when we prepare for and celebrate Jesus' birth, because we prepare our hearts and our minds for a new presence, a new baby. And because of that, our lives are never going to be the same because Jesus um, came to earth. 
So I think if we have the right mindset that will and have the approach in using Advent, it changes our perspective about Christmas and it makes the season that much brighter and more wonderful. And I think it also helps us see Advent and Christmas as something different. It becomes more than just the food and the presents and the parties. And I think Advent is a time to that quietly invites us to enter into preparation of just preparing for the coming of our Savior and our King. And to me, I mean, to me and to all Christians, that should be a really important thing. I agree. And I think um, when you talk about preparation, um, a lot of times the preparation is on the collective. Uh, you know, gifts for the family. What are we going to cook? Uh, and, you know, all these yeah. things that we do as a group. But uh, why is there a need that we should have some sort of private preparation? Uh, why is it important to have that own uh, personal preparation and family preparation also? But why is there a need to separate the two? Right. Um, I, think, I think the most important actually is our individual preparation. I think it's so important that we sustain a personal relationship with Christ. Because if you're not intimate with God in your own way, it is so much harder to lead others in the right direction, especially your family. I know when I don't have my quiet time with God or I become unaware of his presence and guidance in my life or just kind of shut him out of my life for a while because I think I have it under control, it becomes so much harder to be not just the kind of mother and wife I need to be or the friend, but it just makes me not a very good Christian, really. <laughs> so um, I think the individual important is is really important and there's simple things you can do for that you know you can do a daily bible reading i use uh usccb.org they send a daily reading to your inbox and that's really helpful to get it in your email and you can just uh, read it every day in the morning whenever you have chance a chance to do that um, or you can invest in like an advent devotional that guides you through the season i've done those before they're really helpful um, or you can offer up something small every day or even commit to saying a rosary, or even just a decade of the rosary each day. And those can be some ways you can implement some private um, Advent preparation into your, into your day. And it, 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 it sounds hard, and it is hard when um, you might have like little kids like me, and you don't have as much time, but just like five, ten minutes a day really helps to kind of focus and re refocus your mind on that as well. I'm glad you brought that up because um, sometimes when people are involved, especially in ministerial work like cantors, lecterns, Eucharistic ministers, I think at this time of the season, they're the busiest. And uh -huh. it's so difficult to make personal time because you think, oh, Lord, I'm doing so many things at church. I'm so busy. But that personal time doesn't happen. In fact, you lose a lot of time and then you think, um, you know, where has all my energy gone? So I'm glad right. you brought that up. Yeah. How do you deal with it since you're in the ministry yourself as a cantor? How do you make personal time um, when, when, when all these activities come up at church? Um, my husband is very helpful with that. He is he's good about taking the kids for me in the morning for a few minutes um, so I can have some time alone. Or I tend to try to, you know, nap time. That's a good time for me um, right after the kids go to bed. Um, so so in, in the weekends, it seems like the weekends. Um, since my husband is home and not at work, it's just easier to find more time. Mm -hmm. And then I think anyway, I'm either, you can still do those things like, um, while you're folding laundry, 
mm-hmm. you can say a prayer for anybody or um, I've learned that you can say a Hail Mary for the person whose clothes you're folding. So <laughs> I'm folding my son's clothes. I'm going to say a Hail Mary for him and pray for him that way. So um, there's, there's ways you can incorporate it throughout your everyday life and chores, you know, washing dishes, whatever, whatever chore that you have, you can turn it into a prayer time. Mm, that's a pretty good idea. <laughs> <laughs> so it wasn't my idea, but I got it. <laughs> so based on your post now, you wrote um, a lot. I mean, you had a lot and I would advise everybody if they can to go to your website and, and read the whole list of how we prepare for Advent. Can you name some of the few uh, or all of the ways that we can actually prepare? Uh, Sure, I'll cover a couple of them. Um, So even though private preparation is very important, family preparation is also important. And I think I cover a lot of those in that post. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think it's it's, it's time to like share and be caring with your loved ones because if I think it's nice if they get the kind of the the gist of the season too. and a couple of the ways that we can do that is just to, um, a lot of people use Advent wreaths, so just like the candles and a wreath. Um, I kind of advise that for people with older children or <laughs> no children at all, because I just, I would feel uncomfortable with my, my young children around candles, but, um, or Advent calendars are a good option as well. Um, those also kind of give you a fun way to count up to Christmas and get excited and each day has something you can put in there so toys or chocolate or little trinkets um where you can do it in a way that um, that's personalized to you maybe maybe you really like singing and you can add in each day you sing a different song or each day you sing a different verse to a song or you can um get an ornament and put different ornaments in your calendar and then you can put a different ornament on your tree to kind of prepare for Christmas in that way. And I mean, if you really, if you search for Advent um, ways to celebrate Advent, there's probably a lot of stuff online as well. If you are really curious and want to make it uh, really customized to your family, I think that's really easy. And then even then you can, I mean, pray as a family. That's like the, probably the most basic one. Mm -hmm. Um, We like praying novenas in our family, which are, um, like short prayers you can pray to certain uh saints or i think there's one to our mary uh, Mary one that is specific toward advent and that's really nice Mm -hmm. um and novenas are just like a short prayer each day but you do it for nine days consecutively for a specific reason so we really like novenas and rosaries um uh, but at the end of the day i think what I mean, my, my post focuses on how Advent can kind of help families prepare, but also kind of puts a little spin on it to for people who enjoy music or perhaps are a musician to incorporate music into their Advent preparation, um, either by verse or with song. And I think also another great resource I found is catholic.org slash prayers. Mm-hmm. You can find a lot of Catholic Advent prayers there. And they will give you some more ideas for prayer as well. Um, But I think the other big thing that I kind of point out in my article is um, don't really stress and don't do too much if it's not like, if it's not right for you. I think you pick one thing individually to work on 
and then pick one thing as a family you would like to work on practically. As long, as long as you do it with good intentions and with the right mindset, I think you're still moving in the right direction. And I, th I think there's so many options that I don't think you're going to go wrong on what you uh, want to pick and what, what your family would like to do during, during the Advent season. Mm -hmm. So what is this um, biggest focus during Advent? Now, I know that we're always focused on the preparation that we are becoming saints and that we are getting holier and that our journey is heaven. Our destination is heaven. So how is this different from the Lenten season? How is the Advent preparation different from the Lenten preparation? And why should we make it really different? And what is the, the biggest change in our focus between these two preparation seasons? Right. That is, that's a good question. Um, I think a lot of people see Advent as a mini Lent. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, it is shorter than Lent itself. I meant four weeks versus six weeks, so a little less time to prepare, but still important. Um, I think Advent's biggest focus is to prepare our homes, our hearts, and our lives for the coming of Jesus. And you're still encouraged to fast and give alms, but um, I think it's a season more focused on the hope and the good things to come. To focus on building up toward like the pinnacle of Jesus' birth. And on the other hand, I think Lent is more of a time of penance to reflect on, on all that Jesus has done for us and the ways we can be sacrificial in ways that are uncomfortable to us. Um, so Advent, kind of a building up of excitement and hope and um, let's prepare for this really great thing. And then Lent is a little bit more of like the stripping down and humbling ourselves and and kind of getting to um just like the the sorrow that comes from Jesus' Jesus' death. Um but I think at the end of each season we have to remember they are pretty similar. I mean we still celebrate Jesus in a different way. Um celebrate Jesus coming and then celebrate Jesus defeating sin and death at the end of Lent. Um Jesus came so we could have life and he is life. So I think that um, Advent is a, a particularly uh, special time to prepare our hearts for the coming of, of Jesus. And I, just, I mean, if you really sit and think about it, it just really hits you in a way that, that, that is, is life-changing. We know that Jesus, he did come and he did save us from our sin. And, and like Christmas is, a, is the start of that. So how exciting and how, how wonderful that we can you know, take some time and ponder that and just be, be ready for like the true meaning of the season. So I know this is not what we uh, planned on doing, but I have one last question. And what is this, what is the biggest obstacle to preparing for Advent and how, what do you think is the biggest obstacle and how do you think we can overcome that? I think the business obstacle, you were talking earlier about uh, being busy. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I, <laughs> I'm sure that's part of it. I think we make excuses for, oh, I can't sit down and read the Bible right now. I'm too busy. I know. You know, I can't, <laughs> I can't do this right now. I'm too busy. I, I'll never forget uh, one time I, I heard a homily and the priest said, do you know what busy stands for? He said, busy stands for being under Satan's yoke. <laughs> yeah. I know, yeah, being under Satan's yoke. So um, that kind of implies that the more busy we are, 
the less we are able to even hear God's mm-hmm. voice and that we're even able to, um, like, just, yeah, just be under, like, the influence of the Holy Spirit because we're so busy. We don't, we don't have time to sit and we don't make time to sit in the quiet mm-hmm. and just be with God. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I think, I think that's, like, and I know that it comes naturally, I think, for a lot of people. I think it just, na- we naturally get that way. We, yeah. you know, we overcommit to things right. or, yeah. um, you know, we, we say yes to a lot of things. It was, oh, yeah, we can help with that. No problem. Yeah. And it probably isn't a problem. But when you kind of step back and look at the big picture of your life, are you really, I mean, are you really spreading yourself too thin? Or do you mm. have time for... I mean, to me, I feel like um, praying and that is a form of self-care. And I know that um, we talk about self-care a lot these days, especially for women. But I think we forget to mention that prayer and spending time with God is like a ultimate form of self-care. So um, maybe just kind of step back and think about how how our schedules are and maybe see if we can carve out some time and maybe say no to a couple more things this season and yeah. see if we can be a little more present. <laughs> Well, even as you were saying this, I was just thinking because today I said, you know, I'm going to do the podcast. I'm going to go. uh, We have um, choir practice in the evening. I'm going to go to mission and all these things are on my list. And I have not put in my prayer time anywhere on that list. So just as you were talking, I was thinking, oh, before I go to confession, maybe I should just sit down in the choir. (laughs) Because I've added all these things, you know, I've got to shop, I've got to buy stuff. But my prayer time hasn't been added in and mm. it's always the last thing that I would probably add in the day. It's, yeah, it's true. I, I struggle with that as well. <laughs> it's very true. Yes. So anyway, Jessica, thank you for sharing all your ideas. I would recommend everybody to go to her website. Jessica's website is spiritualcantor.com where she has her post spiritual prep for Advent slash Christmas. Uh, Jessica, tell people where they can find you elsewhere on social media if they want to get in touch with you or have you sing at their church. I'm on YouTube. Mm-hmm. I'm on the spiritual canter. And then I'm on Facebook. I have the spiritual canter page and that's pretty much it for right now. So yep, you can find me on Facebook and YouTube. Okay, great. And uh, thank you for sharing your time with us. Uh, I know it's a busy weekend. It's the third Sunday of Advent already. So uh, thank you so much for making the time and coming to talk to us. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. I really enjoyed it.